0: Hello. On this podcast, we talk about movies, their faults, their flaws, and their plots. So, expect some spoilers. You've been warned. Welcome to Plot Spackle. I'm John, and I had an Aqua Shark submarine. I'm Eric, and I had a monorail. I'm Richard, and I had the Knight's Castle. And so, today, we are filling the plot holes of... The Lego Movie. What are we gonna fill those with? What do we have here? It's all this stuff. Maybe some one by one uh, slats, or do we need some one by one bricks? I think we need some two by fours. The most common piece. Right. Yeah.
1: That's not uh, gonna I mean, fill it
0: in perfectly. I mean. No, you're just gonna need a lot of a lot of the little round studs. Though so we should probably use these um, off-brand generic plastic bricks instead of official ones. Yeah, we don't want to get sued. Yeah. Unless you want to sponsor us, Lego. You can sponsor us, Lego. We Please. take a sponsor. You can reach dozens, nay, twos of dozens of people. A lot of people who might listen to us. But they probably already love Lego anyway. Yeah, so the Lego movie. Who wants to talk about the Lego movie? I could talk. Who uh, doesn't love the Lego movie? It was pretty awesome. And now you're all singing in your heads. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> it's now inside the room, too. It looks like we'll just have to we'll we'll splice that in. We'll fix it in post. Fix it in post. <laughs> but yeah, so Richard, what happened? What could you tell us about the Lego Movie?
1: So the Lego Movie released on the seventh of February in two thousand and fourteen. Had an estimated budget of sixty million dollars, which is a lot of Lego sets. It's like at least
0: two because they've been definitely getting more expensive as I've gotten I, I, I older. I think you could do three if you get like a smaller set in there too. And it ended up grossing.
1: in the
0: U.S. alone. Not bad. Not bad. You could definitely buy maybe like two or three of those Millennium Falcon sets. You might even be able to pick up the Star Destroyer. Or the Death Star? Ooh. Now that made me want to almost segue into Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm like, how does Peter Parker's friend afford a Death Star? eBay. Or maybe it was a Christmas gift. The Chinese knockoff. All right, all right. Anyways, back to... uh, plot spackled all right back to our current movie why don't you give us the uh, synopsis real quick eric all right the lego movie deals with a character named Emmett. he is a generic lego piece that well is trying to impress everyone but not himself he ends up finding out that he is the most important person in the universe because a prophecy said so and well the bad guy, the antagonist of the film, decides that he doesn't want that character to mess up his evil, nefarious plans. And, well, hilarity ensues, and Legos are used the wrong ways. Because someone tries to super glue them together. I mean, seriously, who tries to super glue Legos together? Yeah, if you, if you want uh, something like a model that doesn't come apart, just get an actual regular model. Those things exist. You know that, right? You know, build your own miniature sets. You can do that. You don't need Legos. So yeah, I think we're getting some repressed things here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So yeah, let's uh, get right into this from right at the very beginning. We have our uh, beginning sequence um, where we get our prophecy and then it skips forward eight and a half years to the future where we're looking for the piece of resistance. Oh, sorry. Before we continue, we should probably say where we're getting all these, all this from. Well, all right. So we're getting a lot of them from the IMDb goofs page. Um, I'm Getting, pulling the least one from uh, movie mis- the moviemistakes.com. Uh, I've got a couple off of the uh, plot holes subreddit. And I think that's also where I got the... Um, yeah, the re- subreddit has some too. And I'm just using IMDb, but I'd like to thank our patron members. Uh, they're the ones who actually... Uh, well, they own us, basically. They patronize us. No, I don't think they would do that. Oh wait, that's, that's the wrong word. Well, I don't. I don't it's know. The, it's the same word. It just means different things. Uh, well, that's dumb. What sort of that's? I thought language is supposed to be clear and concise. Not English. Oh yeah. Back to our plot hole. All <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, we skip in the future eight and a half years, and they're looking for the piece of resistance, which just happens to be the lid to a tube of crazy glue, which uh, Lord Business, the villain, is planning on. Using to glue everything into place so it never changes. Now my question here is, in those eight and a half years that lid is missing, shouldn't the super glue have gone bad and just like all dried up and been useless?
1: Not if the bit that was exposed to air first glued on like the tip of the tube and sealed it, then you just use that blade de exacto, one of the other relics found in the chamber of relics, to cut off that bit and use... The craggle once more.
0: Ah, self-sealing. It does seem like there's a lot more superglue in that tube than there actually should be, though. Well, that might also be just because the whole thing about this movie is anytime you're in the Legos, you are in fact in the imagination of a kid. So maybe a kid doesn't actually know what superglue is or how it works. It just sticks things together forever. And maybe, just maybe... You know, he also made up the prophecy, and so the backstory that happened eight and a half years ago it happened, you know, five minutes ago in his mind, and he just skipped forward. I mean, not much changed in those uh, eight and a half years. I'd also
1: point out the kid looks like he's eight and a half, and if you're eight and a half and you want a prophecy that's been around forever, all it has to do is be eight and a half years ago, and it's
0: forever. What if he's specifically, like, eight? Like, he doesn't even have the half yet. And so that extra half a year is that, like, foreverness. That takes it basically to the time of the dinosaurs. Yeah, like, that is, that's, a half a year is a long time.
1: That's the the difference between the 4th of July and Christmas, kids. Yeah, that's a
0: long time. Especially when you're eight. All right, so I think we've taken care of that one. Who's uh, up next? Okay, next plot hole. After Bad Cop captures Emmett, he shows him footage of his friends talking about him. Emmett was captured in the evening, and when he escapes, it's night. But the footage Bad Cop shows is in the daylight, since Bad Cop is only interested in Emmett because he has the piece of resistance, which he discovered only just before capture. There's no reason for Emmett's friends to have been interviewed previously. Alright, so I see there's two options here. One, Lord Business actually keeps tabs and does interviews like this all the time. And while this is playing, Emmett is totally thinking about all the nice things he said about all those people. And... I'm 100% behind
1: that, because remember, Lord Business is all in on this perfection thing. He definitely held interviews for everyone to get into his city. Emmett was a safe play. He didn't have anything interesting. How is he going to mess anything up? That's what all of his
0: co-workers said about him. All right. And uh, the other option is that Emmett is, in fact, in custody for an indeterminate amount of time, meaning he could have been... Unconscious. a full day that he was unconscious just enough to uh interview all his potential friends yeah to find out who this guy is and what the do some research on him before he wakes up and you actually get to the interrogation that works for me yeah or you know just like we said how long do
1: legos usually fall unconscious
0: that is an excellent question and if i had any on hand right now we could probably test it i was looking for mine but are they downstairs they are downstairs oh well later with that one, should we go into a similar plot hole, uh, where it shows um, Emmett finding the piece of resistance on the security feed? But if they haven't, they haven't known where it is. How do they suddenly have a security feed of it? The thing about Lord Business is he's got this huge bureaucracy, and uh, kind of this a uh, um, what is it called it's a police state. So he's he's looking at everything. They have security cameras just everywhere. And the thing is, is someone's watching him, but uh, did they actually know what the piece of resistance looks like? I mean, it's shown that his computer lackeys of business core aren't very intelligent, and it's probably one of them watching. And so to him, it's just a brick part of the background. It's just there. He's there to watch people, not things. Was anybody even watching
1: that feed when it happened? If you've got cameras literally everywhere in your city, that's a lot of video to have to sort through. I mean, maybe it just got thrown in the vault to be to be watched later by a security guy to look for, you know, treasonous activities. But then when uh, and then when they catch Emmett, they go, where was this guy? Where did we catch or, capture him? And then rec- checked out all
0: the security feeds from those cameras. And they're like, oh, it was there all the whole time. Plus, I think that area very specifically was kind of under construction. Like they're building over it, so it might have been they didn't have access to it at all previous to this. I'd also like to think that maybe, and this is going with the Lord Business' tyrannical ruler and keeping tabs on all of his citizens. Maybe he has just a flying drone keeping track of everyone. And that's how they got the security footage. The Emmett bot? Yep. Who also wasn't very impressed with Emmett. Well, who would be? It's a very bored drone, but we'd probably see those drones, wouldn't we? Now and about, not if they're hiding in plain sight. So, one that gets brought up is
1: the double-decker couch. Speaking of Emmett's friends, Emmett talks about how, you know, he had this idea to build a double-decker couch during a party so that all of his friends could watch the movie together. But if Emmett has no friends, when was this
0: party? Well, I mean... He has acquaintances, though. I like to think he maybe just saddled into a party that he wasn't actually invited to, but there was just enough spaces on the couch for all the real invited people. Oh, and he was left out? And he was left out, and that's when he thought, double-decker couch. He's like, we, we can have two levels of couch here. That's twice as much couch couch in the same spot, and then I could be included. Exactly. Which would I think would fit with the Emmett character trying to impress everyone, but being just forgettable. And and kind of being unaware of, uh, I mean, maybe he was that explosion. guy
1: that, like, he went up, went and answered the door to get the pizza. And when he went back, all the spots on the couch were already filled. That's cool. That's cool. He got the pizza. Yeah. He got, he, he brought the pizza in for everybody. Hey, guys. Hi.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's awesome. We got this pizza, right? Oh, thanks, Emmett. We already ate. Oh, cool. Cool. I'll just eat this pizza over here. Hey, Emmett, can you keep quiet? We're trying to watch this movie. All right. All right. And then he thinks of the double-decker couch. Man, I feel bad for Emmett. I think we all feel bad for Emmett. Yeah. Or is that because we feel like we're Emmett sometimes? Wait, is that the moral of the movie? Maybe that everyone's every- a little bit Emmett. Everyone's a little bit Emmett. No comment. <laughs> also, I mean, what if what if the uh, double-decker couch was originally the kid's idea? So you mean like the kid told it to his dad or something? Yeah, or maybe, something? maybe the kid told it to his dad.
1: Has his dad shut it down. And then he gets to relive it through his Legos. Yeah, and this time the double-decker
0: couch is handy. It saves the day. It saves the day. Whereas, you know, this dad was busy beforehand and didn't really want to talk about it. And he's just like, whatever, your legs would get in other people's way. Well, let's be fair. They definitely would. Oh, yeah, they totally would. Unless you're a Lego person. No, that's true. They don't really have dangly legs. They do if they're Technic. Technic isn't real Lego.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, but those Technic people don't hang out with the regular Lego
0: people. It's like the Bionicles. They
1: have their own, like, section.
0: Yeah, they don't they don't mix quite the right way. Are you saying Legos are racist? No, I'm saying there's just different systems, man. You can't combine them like that. That sounds a lot like racism to me. <laughs> like, Eric,
1: are you just desperate to find someone else being racist on the podcast?
0: Could be, but anyways. <laughs> Moving on. I think it's John's turn yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see. Let's, let's just talk about general, like, costume changes and stuff. You get stuff like where uh, uh Wildstyle and uh, Unikitty are seen falling out of the spaceship. They have their space clothes on. They get cornered. They, and they got their regular clothes on. Or what about the disappearing tracking device? Well, the way Lord's business hair works. I mean, he has to take his hair off to put on the helmet. But the then number he gets of his... cannonballs on Metalbeard. Yeah, when... When Lord Business's helmet gets knocked off later, his hair's underneath. I mean, what is going on here? It's like they're toys. It's almost exactly like their toys being played with
1: by a child who really doesn't care about continuity at all. Because why should he? He's eight.
0: I like to think, though, that there's maybe a little pocket universe in every single Lego figure. They'll take stuff out of their pockets, and it's just there or Lego figurines don't have pockets. So where are they keeping all those things? Like the cell phones or... Yeah, and oh, to be honest here, I mean, they have two hands and so they can hold two items. But you know, what if they have other things? And so you're like, oh, they got to take their walkie-talkie out and you don't leave the laser gun. Like there's no place to put it on them. So you just move it out of the way and then they got their walkie-talkie and then you swap it back out. And if they want to change costume, boom, swap their heads. Done. All right. So here's an error that gets brought up. So rainbows have a longer wavelength or reds and oranges on the outside of the rainbow and the shorter wavelengths blues and violets on the inside of the rainbow. The rainbows in the movie are reversed with the reds on the outside and the blues on the or blue reds on the inside and blues on the outside. So obviously this movie is now unwatchable. Well, one thing I also want to point out right now that people tend not to be this plastic yellow color. Well, they can it's called jaundice john it's a very serious disease
1: and people well, aren't made to go plastic people die. the other thing might be that a child who builds a rainbow hasn't actually paid a whole lot of attention to what order the rainbows go in he just knows it's all knows it's all the
0: colors and just builds yeah. a rainbow yeah he goes in the colors he wants to because it's a movie about a child's imagination so, no, another question then, on the same, like, similar principle. Are you telling me that Lucky Charms, who only have, like, three colors on their rainbow, one of which being white, uh, isn't a real rainbow then? No, because you can't fit real rainbows in your cereal bowl. Sorry, man. Yeah, uh, that, that's, kind sure a, that's, that's kind uh, of that's kind of an unmotivational thing right there. That's Sorry, Eric. Yeah, you can't fit rainbows in your cereal. I'm pretty sure that's tricks. But that's just for kids. But, oh, shoot, going to be sued on that one. Yeah. All
1: right. We have a much much more serious error though okay this film is riddled with numerous inaccuracies about the biographies of billy hayes his girlfriend susan and his experiences in jail causing him to be the film to be banned and shunned in turkey as insulting to the country
0: now i'll be honest when i watched this i made no connection to the events of billy hayes like the fact that lord business represented turkey and it's a uh, judicial system, or the time that uh, Emmett spends in Lego jail as being representative of Billy Hayes' time spending in jail, and that Wildstyle was supposed to be his girlfriend. Like, that totally blew past me, but this comment on this website that can't possibly have been posted on the wrong page has made me think about that. So, we do have to
1: fix it, though. We do have to fix that. I think what it really boils down to is because we are also introducing uh, Gandalf and Superman into the life of Billy Hayes at this point, there oh, was, yeah. due to the mystical elements added, that's what changed the factual inaccuracies about Billy Hayes' life.
0: Oh, yeah. See, I know for a fact that uh, Batman didn't beat Billy Hayes until after the movie came out. So, plot's backled definitely definitely not that you posted a plot hole on the wrong page. Yeah, someone someone did not post a plot hole to a different movie on this page. Someone who is apparently very, very passionate about the life of Billy Hayes. About the life of Billy Hayes. Sounds like it could be a ballad or something, like the ballad of Billy Hayes or he was upset for turkey. Yeah, yeah. All right, do we have any more plot holes? I mean, a lot of the problems here are mostly just listed as continuity errors and that's more of you know when you're getting really nitpicky and to be honest once again child imagination what it's supposed to represent things like if you've seen a kid play have you seen the stories they tell you know you know eric well no jack doesn't really tell stories that much but you've paid attention to how he plays though like the story he's telling with them Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's let's just say it's not super connected maybe it might work as a new yorker cartoon but I don't know. I'm just, I'm not highbrow enough for the that type of humor. All right. So um, let's just talk about the Lego Movie. What do you guys think? I really enjoyed the Lego Movie. I did. You guys see it in theaters or did you have? Uh, yeah, we yeah, saw, I saw, it saw it in theaters. The theaters. <laughs> so I, I saw it in theaters too. It was. It was a very fun movie. Actually, um, it's a lot better than I was thinking it was going to be. I mean, maybe I'm a little jaded because of a lot of movies based off of
1: beloved childhood properties.
0: Yeah. You mean Battleship wasn't an amazing movie? I don't know. I never saw it. I'm, yeah, just, yeah. I'm asking for a friend. Yeah. I'm so just...
1: uh, we're going to do an Eric Lives Under a Rock and make you watch Battleship. I haven't what? seen Battleship either. Have you seen Battleship, Richard? I actually have seen Battleship, but I don't want to inflict the suffering on you.
0: I was gonna say, Isn't Eric Lives Under a Rock supposed to be like beloved childhood movies? Yeah, we're
1: supposed to, or supposed at least to enjoy quality? these things.
0: Um, I would say if we were going to do that sort of movie, I'd rather watch War Games.
1: Don't worry. Someday we'll make you be really sad on there
0: when we do Grave of the Fireflies for you. Oh, I don't think I want to watch that movie. You need to watch it once. All right. Well, anyways, um, back to Lego. I mean, what about the message of the movie? What do you think it's supposed to be? Let children be children and uh, not everything has to be super scripted out? Legos on the side
1: of their box say they're from children from ages one to ninety-nine, and when you hit that ninety-nine point and start trying to glue your glue your Lego sets together, Legos are no longer for you. i was just
0: gonna say it's definitely not one because it's nine to ninety-nine.
1: Nine to ninety-nine. Sorry,
0: I, I'm not gonna give Legos to a one-year-old. Yeah, that's a
1: choking hazard. You have to get you. No, you have to give them the big, like chunky ones. The Duplo. Uh,
0: their motor skills aren't even fi- refined enough for that. Yeah, but how are they gonna get started? Now, I'm just thinking about it. Uh, Is the danger because it's a choking hazard or because a young child crawls and doesn't wear shoes? So if there's like a Lego piece in the middle of the carpet, they're going to hit it like four times, like with both hands and then both feet. It's just like pain. Just right Uh, there. Babies are flexible, though. It won't hurt. And they don't have enough pressure to put on that. They have baby chub. I just realized that maybe the prison cell in Turkey for Billy Hayes, they used lego pieces on the ground was that is that the story was that a cruel and unusual punishment yeah. yes is it true Downfall? that might have been a factual inaccuracy yeah that would be a factual inaccuracy well you know what we'll just throw it in there no one no one moderates that webpage anyways
1: yeah but no i was i was pleasantly surprised by the lego film because again i have also had lots of things that i really really liked and was really excited for had them be not great films and then this one was just a movie about having fun and like i actually kind of like that at the end it's not necessarily that the dad was doing things wrong with his legos i mean they
0: are his legos after all
1: yeah that's what he spe- that's what he wants to spend his hard earned money on and his time doing more power to him but he it's also that kids have an imagination and want to play with toys and that legos are about changing things
0: and that there's no wrong way to play with them yeah well as long as it's play it stops being play and turns into violence that's wrong
1: i don't know as long as you put a strict war game mechanic behind it john it can work
0: i feel like this is a reference to something that i'm not quite getting
1: (laughs) there's a bunch of war games that use legos for them Instead of standard war game figures.
0: You know, uh, like the miniature war like Warhammer. Okay, well, I know Warhammers cost like $300 just to start or something. Like yeah, it's, so it'll it's like cost half as much if you use Legos.
1: Yeah, and, you know, when you want to show that your thing has been blown half to bits, you can just take it apart. Blown half to bits.
0: All right, do we have anything else to say about Lego Movie? It's fun. If you haven't watched it, you should. It's uh, definitely one to watch with kiddos but i think lego movie is the best of the lego movies um after that lego batman's solid but i don't think it's quite as good and uh uh the ninjago oh i never saw that movie one. it's it's okay like it's funny but I it seems like it was more of a marketing movie than just a fun like obviously well, LEGO ninjago
1: came ninjago was also based
0: off the whole like tv series that happened there's a tv series oh yeah there's a TV series for Ninja God. Uh There's all sorts of TV series for Lego. Like, pretty much every. Like, Bionicles had a series. I remember that one. It was uh, bad. Mixels had a series.
1: But we'll see. They're doing Lego Movie 2, so. Which comes out soon. Here's to hoping.
0: I mean, I'm probably going to go see it.
1: Maybe. Well, I I'm haven't gonna seen a movie in a while. Going to go see it, but.
0: I keep I, saying I'm going go to go in.
1: It. I'm going to go in the same way I went in with the original Lego movie. I hope that it'll be good, but I'm not going to expect very
0: much. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Oh, Before we end, I would like to give another um, shout out to our patron members. I'd like to give another shout out to our patron members, Jonathan Fultz and Kira Christopherson. They join us at the Ghost Hunter Hunter level. I think that's what it is. Oh, no. Amateur ghost hunters. That's it. They're going to help us kill the ghost that killed John's car. The next tier, we have Connie Soderbergh and Chip Willison. Thank you guys for supporting us, and we really appreciate it. Uh, We invite everyone listening to this, though, to join us at Patreon. You get special perks, like the fact that you'll get to listen to this episode unedited. Listen to all the errors that we made. Or the mispronunciations of names. Or just all the nostalgic jabber about Legos. Uh, we also have extra shows on there, one of which is called Richard's Rabbit Hole, where Richard talks about things, or he, Richard goes into way too much detail on certain things. But that's okay. That's why
1: it ends up there, because
0: it's interesting to me and it may be
1: interesting to you. Follow us on Twitter at PlotSpacklePod. Or like us on Facebook
0: and leave a comment if you have a movie you want us to spackle.
1: Or you can always shoot us an email at PlotSpeckelPodcast at gmail.com. This is plotspeckle. signing off.